0: Welcome to Real Estate Agent Superstars. I'm your host, RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, and I'm here with Trang Janik, who is a community oriented video and social media realtor extraordinaire. She's with Madison and Company, and she, I'm super excited to have her on this show because she is some of the stuff she's doing on social media is really impressive. She really is a, a social media video extraordinaire. She's going to share with us some of her strategies and what she's doing there and uh, help us to uh, maybe come up with some good ideas for our own businesses. So welcome to the show, Trang.
1: Thanks, RJ. I'm so happy to be here. I know it's taken um, a lot of effort on both, well, not so much your part, but my behalf because I've had a great yeah. schedule a couple of times. So thank you so much for the flexibility and I'm so happy to be here.
0: Yeah, awesome. Yeah, de- I mean, you, you you definitely keep yourself busy, that's for sure. So I can understand that it's hard to fit something like this in. So I appreciate your time.
1: Of course.
0: Yeah. So so you've been a realtor since 2017, um, you're telling me. Yeah.
1: Yep. September 11th, 2017.
0: Okay. Um, What got you into the business? Why real estate?
1: You know, it's funny because I um, actually had my real estate license back in Pennsylvania where I grew up. Um, when I was 18, my parents, even though I was in college, they were like, you need to get your real estate license just as a plan B in case the whole college thing doesn't work out. So they pretty much as Asian parents really encouraged me to get my real estate license. And I did. And, um, you know, I never actually did anything with my license back in PA because as an 18 year old college student, I, I just wanted to go out and like party and have fun rather Mm. than. Go sit and learn the business of real estate. So I got licensed and I um, I signed up with a with a brokerage called Wykert Realtors, and mm-hmm. um, and they gave and it was in um, uh, Rittenhouse Square, Philadelphia. So I walked in, I got, I signed up. They said, "Here's your phone. Good luck," and that was it. <laughs> like there was no training, nothing like that. Um, so I knew that when I got pregnant. I wanted to have some sort of my own my own legacy to pass along to my kids and stuff. So I figured mm-hmm. I really want to get back into real estate knowing that I've taken the test before. I have a basic understanding of it. And at the time, the market was really, really starting to pick up um, in Colorado. And I, know, I saw the trend and I was like, this is a good time to get into the market. So I got licensed and I haven't looked back since.
0: Wow. So you just pretty much went right into real estate and yeah. didn't do another career before.
1: Well, I was in, um, a bunch, a bunch of different things. I did some marketing stuff, some admin stuff and nothing that really quite like, uh, like filled my cup, you know? So when Mm -hmm. I, when I got pregnant, I was like, I really did some reflecting and I was like, I, I want something that gives me the flexibility to be with my family and be with my kids, but also, um, build a long lasting career and generational wealth for my family. So I, I knew that real estate was the key.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. So um, you start started um, into it full time here in Colorado in 2017 or that's when you were with Weikert and back in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, no. When I was in 2017 or 2016, rather, when I was pregnant, that's I, I was pregnant. I was at home that I knew that that was the time to be studying for my for my licensing. And come 2017, when I got when I got my license, I was gung ho straight out the gate just ready to go um and that's when like being a younger agent at the time and a new agent I really mm-hmm. just went I just went for it like no holds bar I went for social media and video marketing right out the gate so I've nice. always been invested in my brand and my messaging and just being out there on social media because You know, it's, you have to, if you don't, if people don't know what you're Mm doing, what you do, then you're really going to struggle getting business. You have to get the word out there that you're a realtor.
0: Yeah, totally. That's so key. Mm -hmm. Um, So, so you, you mentioned to me before we started the the show today that you're, you're really a community oriented agent. What, what does that mean for you?
1: Yes. Yeah. So a couple of things actually, um, when I've started in real estate, again, I just, completely went all in on video marketing and social media. It's still out there on the interwebs. If you were to Google <laughs> my name or Trang Janic Realtor and keeping up with the community, that was my first like little video series that where I would go around to local businesses and do like a three to five minute video on them and interview them on camera and just highlight the businesses. And they were so bad. The videos were terrible. They were self-produced. I had I would bring mm-hmm. like a um, like a tripod, and I learned how to edit in iMovie. I'm like a self-starter, so I taught myself how to edit the videos. They're they're on there. They're on YouTube, and um, so I did this series where I went around town. I think I did like 21 businesses. And that was like the start of it was keeping up with the community. And I feel so passionately about helping out my local community, number one, because, you know, they help the local economy go around, right? But also my parents who immigrated to the United States from Vietnam back in the 80s, like they taught me, they taught me entrepreneurship and they taught me. All, a lot about how small businesses work and how much of a challenge and how difficult it is to actually keep your doors open because they had everything from like a restaurant, a grocery store, a one-hour Photoshop, a beer distributor. Um, and some of them were pretty successful. Meanwhile, others flunked and failed and it was devastating. So I completely wholeheartedly understand like what these businesses go through um, to keep their their doors open on a daily basis and it's you know it's not always easy so I feel like it's part of my mission as a realtor to help businesses be known in a local area and to just to help keep them um, keep them afloat and keep them gaining loyal
0: customers and what is your area what part of town are you in
1: yeah, so I operate um, mostly in Bailey. I live in Bailey, Colorado, which is in the foothills, but mm-hmm. I hang my mm-hmm. license at Madison and Company in Evergreen, and I will. Okay. Um, I'm all over the foothills, so ever, anything conifer, Bailey, pine, evergreen, Morrison, Golden, Indian Hills, et cetera. Okay.
0: So. Yep, yep. So were the businesses you interviewed back then up in that community, or were they somewhere else?
1: Yes. So mostly they were in Bailey and Conifer, um, a, one or two in Evergreen. Okay. And they were a lot of fun. It was it was so much fun. Um, but it did end up taking a lot of my time. Um, not to mm. say that I I wouldn't do it again. Um, but it because I, I I actually met some really cool people along the way and have met a lot of community members that I might not have had I not done those that series. And it did get me a lot of local um exposure as a, as a real estate agent. So, um, but it, I, <laughs> I ended up getting busier and busier. So unfortunately I was unable to continue doing that video series.
0: You know, that's, that's just a terrible problem to have, you know, to get too busy <laughs> to do your strategy. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. Um, but, you know, I would suggest it. If somebody is looking for some way to get their foot in the door and get their name out there, it's a great way to just get yourself immersed in your community. You don't necessarily have to be the neighborhood expert or the, you know, the realtor with 30 years service, 30 years of experience. If you come from a place of service and you show Mm -hmm. that you really care about the community, it will come back to you in one form or another because people don't care what you do until they know how much you care, you know? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I've, that's why it's always been so important to me to show like come from a place of service rather than selling. Mm-hmm. And if you do that on a consistent basis um, and that's another thing I want to help probably end up talking about is consistency is key. If you do that yeah. on a consistent basis, the leads will come, the business will come.
0: Totally. Totally. So with that, I love that business to business strategy. That's such a good one. Um, mm-hmm. Was you got busy uh through that period was it because of that strategy or because of everything you were doing or how much do you think of your business came from that business to business Mm -hmm.
1: stuff so with keeping up the community I can't I don't know if I might have gotten like one conversion from that but Mm -hmm. down the road I still think it was all All like it was completely worth it because I have people even how many years five or six years later saying to me, "Hey, I remember you doing that series back in the day. Like I recognize (laughs) that you do that and that you care for your community, and it's it might not convert in a sale right now, but who knows down the road." If that person refers somebody to me, like, Hey, you know, my, my neighbor needs to sell, like it happens all the time, you know? So I just never know where the business will come from at a later time. So it's all about planting those seeds.
0: Yeah, totally. And, mm-hmm. and like you alluded to the consistency of doing the, of, of planting the seeds and doing those things.
1: Yes. Yeah. It's, you reap what you sow, but also you, you get what you give. So if you give to your community and you give to your people and you pour into them, eventually it's going to happen where it comes back to you, um, where people either refer you or they tag you on Facebook. Like, you know, we we see it all the time. I'm looking maybe not so much for mortgage experts, but like you see it in your neighborhood. I'm looking for a realtor, (laughs) you know. And I just through that, I. I, I have won a lot of those. I call them popularity contests, but I I have won a lot of clients or listings through that strategy. And yeah. for those people to, a lot of people ended up tagging me because they actually recognized my, or they remember I was top of mind, you know, through videos or, or something like that. A lot of times there were people who that I didn't even really know.
0: Yeah. At. And what I love about that, especially in a smaller community type area, like Bailey Conifer Evergreen is that yeah, then when people, you know, Google the business, for example, there's your video forever.
1: Yeah. You
0: know, because yeah. Google, Google loves videos. Or if you do a video about a local event that's happening or, a, you know, the open space up there or something, yeah. I mean, um, those kinds of things live forever. and there's probably no other realtor that did a video about that business.
1: Yeah. It becomes evergreen content. So it's on the, on the, on the, you know, internet for somebody to search up like at any given point. I think that one of the places that I did was a nail salon and I just like Googled it like a month ago and the video still came up. It was like one of the top ranking links (laughs) to it because they don't really advertise. So, and they don't have a website.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what, you know, and, Speaking from my own experience, you know, I do a lot of video and the the businesses themselves appreciate it so much because, and you probably experienced this because, you know, like the nail salon, they don't do a lot of advertising. It's it's free publicity for them to get their name out.
1: Exactly. Precisely. Like, and if you, again, Mm -hmm. come from it from a place, come at it from a place of service and you do this on a consistent basis. I mean, this is making me want to get back into it because there are so many businesses that either they don't know yes. the first thing about creating a website or a Facebook mm-hmm. page or social media, and they're just word of mouth and walk-ins, right? So like, yeah. if you could be that um, catalyst and bridge that gap for them, you're right. They will remember you forever, and it will. you'll also have the um, perks of just being like on their Google search.
0: Yeah, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's making me want to get back into it too. Cause I used to do that strategy. You did? <laughs> yeah. Nice. But nice. what I found as a, I'm getting on a little bit of a tangent, but what I yeah. found from being a lender is I'm more, I'm not as geographically focused. So
1: okay.
0: yeah. it wasn't quite as effective. Um, but for the businesses I did it with, they, they loved it. So.
1: Right, right. But still, again, you don't know when, when somebody might run a search later or, you know, land on your yeah. video and say, Oh, I, I kind of like, I liked his style or whatever and go to your website and then get to your newsletter and then become a client, you know?
0: So totally
1: never and know then, in the, where the business comes from.
0: And then they, they, uh, you know, put two and two together and like, Oh, Trang's that agent that I saw on the community page on Facebook or whatever it is. And, um, you know, I wanted to get into some of the social media stuff you're doing. Um, yeah. cause you're doing a lot of community stuff there. You, you mentioned a strategy that you just started recently that I just love, um, where you started a community page. Uh, tell yeah. us more about how that, you know, how that worked,
1: how this all came to fruition. This, yeah, so you know, as as a realtor, I've been wanting to create a uh, Facebook group for the longest time, right? You you hear about it in all like the the coaching and the the different websites and you know online and the in TikTok and everything. People say start a Facebook group. Well, I didn't know where to start or what to call it or who to focus on or what my niche should be, and I just I wanted to do one for years and I just didn't know what it was going to be because I didn't want it to be super salesy either. Cause that's just not my style. So I just waited until I got like the right calling for it. Right. And so a few months ago, there's a pretty successful, like mom's group on Facebook for the evergreen community. And somebody made a post and was like, Hey, this group is really great. And I love it, but I live over in Conifer or whatever. And I, I wish there was something for the 285 side. And so immediately when I saw that, it was like, ding okay there's your chance like some there's a need somebody needs to fulfill this need and this could be you it's the opportunity so i thought about it and then like a friend of mine screenshotted it to me and you know the, the wheels were cranking so i started a group and i was like well why not why limit it to moms i know i can help out a lot of women and um So I started a group. It was called the Ladies of 285 group, networking playdates, networking playdates, happy hours, and just plain community. So it's limited to um, just the 285 corridor. Well, it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be. (laughs) Um, Although we do have some other people coming in from Evergreen. But basically, I, I made sure to start the group. And, um, if, if the women want to join it, they answer three questions and I kind of screen who gets into the group. But, um, going back to the inception of it, I didn't think it was really going to go anywhere, honestly. So I almost like didn't even publish it. I I published it and I sent it to a friend. I was like, what do you think of this? And, She's actually like one of my good friends and mentors at Madison, and she kind of just pushed me in the water, pushed me right in the water. She was like, "She takes that screenshot, right?" And she took, and she went back to the post, and she's like, "Oh, Trang just started this group. You should join it." And I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm doing this now." So, (laughs) so I made her an admin. She's, she's. (laughs) I told her, "You got to help me with this." That's funny. Um, But it's been so fun. I cannot believe. The amount of growth it has seen in three months um I was shocked that it even got up to 200 women because I I just didn't think it would grow that fast but in three months we're up to 900 and like six women today so wow. all these and all That's these impressive. women were seeking like just just what the group's about like friendship connection um uh, play dates, And ever since, uh, we started, we've had a bunch of, um, meetups, right? Like, so uh, we had a kickoff barbecue event, which was great. Um, we had, we've had a happy, a couple of happy hours. And just recently we rented out the, um, AMC bowls movie theater and we had a private screening for Barbie and the place was jam packed. We had, it was full.
0: Yeah. Very cool.
1: And I, I, I'm i just flabbergasted and blown away because I'm the women in this group are so like, they're grateful. They're sending me messages saying, thank you so much for putting this together. Like wow. you have no idea how, how much I just wanted to make some friends around here because it is more spread out in the foothills where we live. So
0: yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and what I love about how you approached it is you, you really did take that community leader approach. It wasn't like you were in people's face that you're a realtor. You were organizing the community right. um, as a leader.
1: And that's the beauty of this group. And I feel like anybody can really do it. It does take work. Um and it does take a genuine desire, like an a you you have to take a genuine interest in your people if you really want to see it grow. So mm-hmm. um so I never ever say that I'm a realtor. I never say like I, I don't really even allude to it. One and I do let realtors in the group. But um basically I know that like when somebody joins the group, um well number one I give them a really nice welcome message and we say, you know, thank you for joining. But I don't need to let them know that I'm in real estate because it's kind of like this, I don't know if you deal with the one click um rule, but in the board for you know, the Colorado Division of Resource or uh, Colorado Division of Real Estate, they say that there's a rule. There's a one-click rule. So on social, if you make a post or something, you have to be able to click once and see what brokerage you're with, right? So like, basically I come from that mentality. I have my social media set up so that like, if you were to click on my profile, you automatically know I'm in real estate. You know, so right. okay. the beauty about this group is like, I don't have to sell. I just am kind and I'm welcoming and I, and I, I'm again about serving and contribution. And if they really want to see who I am or get to know me, they'll click on my profile and on my profile, then they'll see that I'm in real estate.
0: Yeah, totally. So, but I'm I'm sure there's people listening, thinking, okay, I get that. And, you know. Trang's awesome and she's the community leader, but have you gotten business from it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Believe it or not. I actually just, um, I just got tagged, uh, excuse me. Somebody was looking for a realtor, right? She's actually in this group already. And I've met her once in, no, sorry, twice in person because we did PalenGo fitness at the park together. And we were at the Barbie event together. <laughs> Sorry, my little ones making me laugh over here. Oh. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so we've met in person, but I like I never told her I was in real estate. Um then she just made a post recently saying she was looking for um a, an agent who can price out her 35 acres in Bailey and a house. And I was like, hmm. I saw that and I reached out to her. And I guess I don't know why she didn't maybe it wasn't top of mind that she 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 wanted to reach out to me, but I messaged her and was like, Hey, um, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually a realtor in Bailey. I'd love to help you. And she was like, yeah, I'm, you know, that's, that's so great. You know, would you want, would you be okay with being put on this list? Um, basically she's going through a divorce and it has to go through mediation. So she needed to give the mediator a few names. And I said, yes, absolutely. Please put me on that list. And, um, And I was, I got an email the next day from the attorney saying, you know, here's the next steps. We need a CMA and, you know, um, hopefully that transpires into like a 1.5 to $2 million listing.
0: That's pretty awesome. Wow. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But again, three months
0: after, yeah, Yeah. three months after starting the group
1: and not from coming from a place of selling, but serving like this woman came to an outdoor fitness class where there were like three people. Who showed up and I was there, but I think that the fact that like, I met her face to face cause face to face human interaction is like my forte, as opposed to yeah. door knocking or cold calling, you know, that's just not my, that's just not me. I'm a lot yeah. better in person. So um, yeah. I think that that really, really helped to solidify this relationship. And, um, and again, it just goes back to like building um building the group but also showing up for your people nurturing the group like i'm i'm constantly like responding to people um encouraging people trying to make the connections between somebody who needs a babysitter for instance and somebody who actually provides childcare so like being that resource it's always mm-hmm. about connecting people and being being a resource and when you do that um you know when you do that with integrity not like this is like you'd like, I'm doing this because I want to gain business out of it. I know eventually the business will come, right? but that's not my number one intention, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you read the book, the go-giver?
1: Um, it's on my list and it's in my audible, but I don't know if I started that one yet.
0: I know it's, it's a good the, one. what you're talking about reminds me of that book.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: The main yeah. character, uh, connects people basically. Okay. Yeah. Great. Um, yeah.
1: I'll have to start listening to that then.
0: Yeah. I, I just I yeah. love that. And yep. it really so what...
1: it it sorry, it 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 just really fills my cup. Like I'm yeah. Again, I've been I've been searching for like the right group to start. And like once it once you gain momentum, you're just gonna wanna keep it going. You're gonna wanna keep it going and you're gonna wanna continue to help people. It's just it's a really cool like phenomenon, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, well, I can tell just by listening to you how passionate you are about it. It's, it's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, it's so simple. have you, so you do a lot on social. Has this taken you away from that or ha- caused it so you can't do as much other stuff on social or are you mainly focused yeah. on this?
1: Yeah. So no, definitely not. This is kind of just like okay. a, a brainchild passion project thing. Um okay. and it actually doesn't take up all that much of my time because I'm I'm doing Ooh. the events that I create are things that I would want to do regardless. So it's like, hey, do you want to come along and for the ride and enjoy the fun? Like the next event that we have scheduled for ladies of 285 is a fall clothing swap, which is totally right up my alley. Ooh you know yeah. so and and it's going to benefit a local nonprofit whose director is a woman who's in Ladies of 285 so there's so many ways that you can intertwine circles and groups and help businesses and nonprofits and it's really truly like that movie Field of Dreams if you build mm-hmm. it they will come like that is how i've been feeling about it um That's but so no cool. <laughs> thanks but although yeah. it does take up a lot of my sorry, it doesn't take up as much time as I thought it would. I do have Mm. all these other social media things. Like for example, Madison and company, we have a marketing department, which creates for us. Um, well, if you want to use them, there's a marketing platform that's kind of like Canva and beautiful, Mm. like, um, pre-made, uh, they offer pre-made like social posts if you want to use them so uh marketing our marketing department is awesome so shout out to them but um Mm -hmm. like one thing that's really helped me because you know i got to take a i got to take clients or negotiate contracts or go on showings or attend a closing so i learned to delegate some of my time out and i hired a va and that's been amazing (laughs) it's been a real time saver. so even though like they've offered to create posts for me, I just haven't gotten to that point yet because I'm a very hands-on person. So what they mm-hmm. do for me is they, and they're based in the Philippines, they okay. will go through the marketing um, platform and they'll just take the the image and the caption, they'll schedule posts out for me. And that's been a real time saver. And what I do is mm-hmm. before they, after they schedule them, before they actually post them, I go through um it's called airtable the system that we use and i go through mm-hmm. and i will um uh, uh make sure that the caption looks good it's in my voice and you know however i would say it tweak it however need be yeah. and then i say approved mm-hmm. and then they schedule it so that has saved me a ton of time hiring a va
0: interesting so how did you find this va
1: um, years ago, I forget why it was, I asked them, I found them, um, I think she actually approached me on Facebook. It might've okay. been in the very beginning of my career. Anyway, I, I know I, that I asked her to do like some sort of graphic design work and, um, mm. and I also asked them to build out a, some sort of uh, database for me. And they did a great job. And I remember them doing, I remember that she did a really good job, but then I kind of just fell off and I started doing everything myself and Mm -hmm. I didn't use her services for a long time. But then flash forward five years later, she messaged me again on Facebook and and said, hi Trang, or she calls me Miss Trang. (laughs) She's from the Philippines. Um, But she said, I got, I've gotten into real estate helping agents and I just wanted to see if you could utilize any of my services. And, Mm -hmm. You know, her business has exploded. She's hired multiple other VAs under her. And I said, you know, you contact me at a really good time. I was actually looking for a VA because I was I was inundated with like these ads on Facebook for one. And I said, I'd rather give you the business because I already had this relationship with you. So mm-hmm. it was just the right place at the right time. And we reconnected. And um, yeah, so she's full time for me.
0: Wow. So when did she start with you?
1: Just a few months ago. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Four months ago, something like that.
0: That is perfect time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so she can help with, um, like they're very talented individuals, so Mm -hmm. they could take like a listing property video of mine, splice it up, put new music to it, or, you know, she might take this recording and splice that up and turn it into some more content for some, for social media.
0: Well, I I mean, I've seen some of your stuff and I was wondering how you do it because it's impressive. Um, (laughs) But now I know your secret. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, it's not always me, but that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm not the type of person who easily will delegate or outsource something. So once I found that I could delegate these social tasks or social media tasks or video tasks to somebody that I trust and I trust their work, Mm -hmm. then it's been like a whole weight has been lifted off my shoulders.
0: I bet. I bet it made a huge difference.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, you you probably have somebody who does your podcast editing, right? Yeah. Uh
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure that saves a ton of time for you to go do man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I could never keep up on it or do it as well. That's the other thing. Right. Right. It's like a no brainer.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. So
0: was it hard for you to let go?
1: Yeah. I mean, at first... and. uh, and that's why I'm very hands-on in the sense that I do edit or I do review all their posts. Some people are just like, yeah, just go post whatever. But that's not that's not me because I still like mm-hmm. – I want to make sure that what is said in the caption sounds like something that would come from me or something that I would say or has like sure. my twist on it. Um, because to me, words are very, very powerful and very, very important. Just words. There's just the use of language and words and the things that we say and the things that come out of our mouths and, um, on social media, I have found that to be extremely powerful in the way that you word things and, and what your messaging is. So
0: totally, I I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. So how much do you pay her? So, (laughs) It's out of curiosity. Well, not, and she, I, got,
1: yeah. I got lucky. I, I believe, like, in my research, the going rate for a VA mm-hmm. nowadays is like 7 to $10 or something like that per hour. But I was able to lock her in at $5 an hour.
0: Wow. So she's full-time. That's... So $200 yeah. a week full-time, and you're getting all this stuff done. And multiplying yeah. your efforts—I mean, it seems like a genius move to me.
1: But you know what? I've also, I've also sent her business too. So she's at capacity, Ooh. and mm-hmm. her schedule is completely full. I, she's very happy with it, and we keep—I keep her busy. So, um, yeah. So it it all worked out. It was a win-win for everybody.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I was gonna ask you for her number, but it sounds like she's
1: not. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, she's like Cassie.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I'm good actually. But um, (laughs) well, that is real. What's that?
1: I said you seem like you have you have it down pat over there.
0: I've got it dialed in pretty good, but you You know you always got got to watch out for talented people.
1: I was so. I was so impressed by how many slots you actually did have available on Calendly when I had to reschedule. That means you got it dialed in.
0: <laughs> did or didn't? You do. You do. Because oh,
1: okay. you to have free time in your schedule at last, you know, at a moment's notice. And yeah, it's only, yeah. if the only way you can actually achieve that is if you are so efficient with your time and your systems that you can actually do that, you know?
0: It's true. So I respect yeah, blocking. Time blocking and all that stuff is so important. I think. Yeah.
1: Mhm. Yep. It's so, one of the things that I don't see <laughs> that yeah. wildly. So um, I'll be listening on. Send me your recommendations for the podcasts for that, and I'll listen in.
0: Yeah. There you go. I need to have someone on for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: For sure. That's a good one. Yes. So. So then. So what do you have planned for the future? What kinds of projects do you have? That are you working on? What do you you know, what do you yeah. want to do in the
1: future? Yeah. For, so for the future, I'm kind of just like that girl who kind of is just not fly by night, but like, I kind of go with the flow. Although I would love to grow a team. Um, I have, mm-hmm. it's right now, it's just me and my partner, um, Tessa. And we, we work so well together that like, I'm very protective about who I bring on board or it's not to me, it's quantity or sorry to me it's quality over quantity and so although i am looking to expand my team i just want to make sure it's the right fit so i Mm -hmm. probably should be a little bit more um active about that but um right now i kind of just want to continue um doubling down on what we have and see how far we can grow and then once we have more systems in place and things are um a lot more, you know, efficient and systematic, then I think I'm going to really start recruiting agents. Okay. Cause okay. then I know, you know, what I have to offer as a, as a team lead.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think you can accomplish it cause you're, you seem very focused and driven and I'm sure you'll Thank get
1: you. there. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Our day.
0: Yeah. So I, you know, With all the content you're putting out and all these great ideas, I'm sure there's people listening that would want to follow you. So how can they find you?
1: Yeah. um, So pretty much all of my handles are going to be Trang at Trang Janik, T-R-A-N-G, J-A-N-I-C-K. I'm so so used to spelling it, Um, but or Trang Janik Realtor. if If you just Google my name, I'm the only one that will pop up, so...
0: Pretty simple. I was going to ask how we could figure out which transgenic you were.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. The only one.
0: So, yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, it's good to have a unique name for sure. Yeah,
1: And that's part of the reason why, you know, when I got licensed, I wanted to make sure I went with my married name because then I I knew it was going to be super unique and nobody else would have it because my maiden name is Leigh. Which is a very common last name
0: oh, sure. in,
1: in Vietnamese. So
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Always think and, about and your brand. Definitely. That's mm-hmm. that's key. One one more little tidbit to leave us with. <laughs> yeah. Think about your brand. <laughs> think about your brand. Yeah, we Any could have probably brand. have a whole
1: Um sorry. Because clients don't necessarily need to work with you like the client is working with you at the end of the day. It's not Yes, the brokerage is definitely great to have behind you, but like they're working with you. They're choosing you Mm -hmm. as their agent.
0: Totally. So what do you
1: stand for and how will you serve them?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. How can people find your 285 uh, group if they're in that neck of the woods and they'd like to plug into that?
1: Yeah. Um, Pretty easy. You just go on Facebook and you just type the term ladies of 285 into the search bar and it should come up um it's the one that has ladies of 285 dash networking Dates happy hours and just plain community so that's that's the one you'll know it you see it
0: okay awesome well thank you so much for taking the time to be on here i mean you're you're super inspirational and i love your content and it means a lot to me that you came on the show
1: Thank you so much, RJ. I really appreciate you having me today. And if I can leave here giving one agent a little tidbit or a little bit of inspiration or encouragement, then I've done my job.
0: I think you have, I'm sure there's people listening. that got (laughs) a lot of stuff out of this. So, and if you are listening and enjoyed the show, please share it to your other friends in the business. That's how the word gets out and consider leaving us a five-star review And once again, my name is RJ Baxter with Intercap Lending, here with Train Janik from Madison & Company, and have a great rest of your day.
1: All right. Take it easy, guys.